It's Thursday, June 27, 2013. Americans across the country are already paying the price of inaction. Brace for impact. Extreme heat is on the way for the U.S. It should be a debate about policies which work as opposed to slogans which sound good. Australia's Prime Minister pays the political price for carbon tax. You know, when horrible accidents like these occur, it's imperative that they're thoroughly and expeditiously investigated. Deadly chemical plant explosions brought to you by the chemical industry. Fracking studies again say fracking causes water pollution. Plus... I want to lead the effort to launch a clean energy revolution in our country. Massachusetts climate hawk Ed Markey heads to the Senate. All of that and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. But the water on fire, that is kind of the most pleasant part yeah. of consequences. Really, the more significant thing is, oh, I don't know, poisoned water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John Oliver, you say that like it's a bad thing. And with a British accent, so it sounds even worse. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, brace for impact. Another heat wave getting ready to uh, hit the country? Yes, be careful out there. The U.S. National Weather Service is warning of a potentially historic and deadly heat wave in coming days for the southwest U.S. It has all the ingredients, they say, to break the record for the world's hottest temperature ever recorded. What part of global warming is a hoax does global warming not understand? <laughs> well, just so you know, the heat wave will be prolonged because of a stalled weather system. It's the theorized that the rapidly warming Arctic is slowing down the jet stream, making weather systems stall in place more often. It's called a blocking pattern. That same blocking pattern was responsible for the record heat wave in Russia, the biblical floods in Pakistan a few years ago, the catastrophic European heat wave in 2003, record floods in Central Europe a few weeks ago, and just last week, a blocking pattern caused relentless rains in Alberta, Canada, that led to record flooding in Calgary that dislodged and ruptured an oil pipeline. In India, a similar blocking pattern caused a record deluge from a record early monsoon season that's causing catastrophic flooding that has killed over a thousand people. Oh, anyone can round up a bunch of facts and say them. Yeah, that's kind of how science works. Whatever. A blocking pattern of a different kind in Australia, where Australia's first female prime minister, Julia Gillard, was ousted on Wednesday one year after launching a nationwide carbon tax on its biggest industrial polluters. As she said at the time, the carbon tax has not crashed Australia's economy. Wow, this is a big deal. Does this mean the carbon tax is being killed along with her being tossed out? Uh, very likely, after a relentless attack campaign from Australia's conservatives and industrial polluters that was waged in Rupert Murdoch's media outlets. Her <laughs> parliamentary colleagues voted to replace her this week with her predecessor, Kevin Rudd, who suggested he will dump the carbon tax and try an emissions trading scheme instead. Why don't we just get rid of the middleman and make Rupert Murdoch the Earth's commissar? I mean, really, this is... Uh, all right, press on. Remember the deadly fertilizer explosion in West Texas in yes. April? Yes, I do. And the recent deadly chemical explosions in Louisiana I just do. a few weeks ago? Yes. A new report from the U.S. Chemical Safety Board says the U.S. has a patchwork of standards that are decades old and far weaker than other countries. Ammonium nitrate fertilizer storage falls under a patchwork of U.S. safety standards and guidances 
a patchwork that has many large holes. That's Rafael Moray-Rosso, chairman of the U.S. Chemical Safety Board in a Senate hearing on Thursday, testifying that the West Fertilizer Company did not utilize basic fire safety because the laws do not require it, because the chemical industry has successfully lobbied against the Chemical Safety Board's recommended minimum standards. And so they all use voluntary standards, as he was saying when he talked about the West Chemical Plant fertilizer explosion. At West, fire code provisions were strictly voluntary, and West fertilizers had not volunteered. Unbelievable. And the fracking industry has also successfully lobbied to prevent any regulation of their industries. Now two new studies again suggest nearby fracking operations are the most likely cause for higher levels of methane in water wells in parts of the U.S. Finally, some good news. We can combat climate change, break our dependence upon imported oil, and create jobs here in Massachusetts and across our country. Representative Ed Markey on Tuesday won a special election to fill the Massachusetts Senate seat left vacant by Secretary of State John Kerry. Markey is a fierce fighter for action on climate change. Hopefully he can get some action going in the Senate. Well, we may expect great things in the Senate, but uh, who's going to take his place in the House? He was a great hawk in the House. Anybody left there? It depends on climate hawks in Massachusetts. Glad he's in the Senate. Still worried about the House. For much more on that story and all the other ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sustain the Green News Report. We rely on you, not the fracking or chemical industries. Find us and like us on the Facebook. Follow us on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. We're having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave. The temperature's rising, it isn't surprising. She certainly can, can, can. She started the heat wave. By letting her feet wave And in such a way that the customers say